time to talk about boot camp. Now, um, for the record, I'm not referring to the military boot camp that is issued by the government for all military branches in their own form. I don't even think they're all called boot camp. I think they all have their own different name for it. But no, what I am referring to is a church camp. And uh, I'll be cautious here because I know how the world operates and functions. And they hear things like boot camp and disciplinary action. And they get all, uh, cancel them for no reason at all. So, you know, um, I'll point out uh, all the truths of it. But at the same time, I'll be cautious enough to where you don't question my motives so boot camp for our church is actually a ministry and uh, i'm not just saying that it's true and it's it's in fact you can even call it a leaders camp for teenagers because i truly believe uh, that is exactly what it is um from i'm saying that from two different perspectives uh the perspective going as a teenager uh attending it myself when i was 16 17 and 18 I didn't go when I was 19, I don't believe. But anyway, um, I, I went three years minimum at least and uh, as a teenager. And then after that, as a young adult to, to my current adult range, um, I also have been counseling or coaching. Uh, I've been helping with running the camp. And um, so it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. It really is. Now, if you are a preteen in our church and you hear about it, um, it's not, it, it's, it's like strangely exciting, but also incredibly scary at the same time. And that's because you hear about the boot camp portion of the camp, meaning um, you're hearing about push-ups, sit-ups and working out and waking up early and and um, like 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 being drilled almost like an actual military boot camp, but obviously it's not to the full extent. But it um, it technically has the uh, how do you say like I guess you can say it takes those values like those those core values and those the foundation. There you go. You take like the foundation of what a boot camp um, does, like a military camp, and that's kind of what we we start with. We we create that same foundation. Uh, But, of course, we modify it to where, one, it's for teenagers. It's not for grown adults. So, you know, these teenagers aren't dying. And then, secondly, it's also, um, it's geared with, like, like a church conference. So, if you've ever been a part of or heard of a a church conference week, uh, typically, it would be going to church, like, four times a day. Anywhere from three to five times a day. So, it's like three services in the morning and then a service at night and there's like announcements and there's excitement and there's just you know it's just like a church revival type thing just a rally of of services church services and um, the idea is that each service is different it's unique it's its own sermon and everything so for boot camp it's kind of the same concept except instead of just imagine you have one sermon in the morning to go to one sermon at night or in the evening before you go to bed and in between all of that, you're doing like drills and push-ups and sit-ups and stuff. Does that, that does that not sound like incredibly exciting and fun? <laughs> so, as a preteen and teenager, it sounds like what is this? Like, why would I go to this? You know, why would I do this? Uh, of course, it's because your parents sent you. That's why you're doing it. But um, since over the years, we have geared it to where we do want kids that want to go to be the ones to go, and not just like you know, juvenile delinquents being forced to go to this camp because that can cause a headache. So anyway, um, the camp itself, 
the reason we call it, or I call it, I mean, it's my opinion, but a, a lot of people would agree with me that it is like a leader's camp. Um, the reason is because everything there is meant to present or express life in itself and how to make stands in life. That's like the primary focus. Now, there's always going to be a theme. Every year has its own theme and uh, like its own little, you know, background, whatever you want to call it, like a theme, you know, just something that they have focused out the, the week. But the primary focus really is on helping these kids to learn how to make stands in their life and stand for what they believe in and choose what they're going to believe in. So um, it's not just like forced, you know, forced jargon down these kids' throats. No, again, we're trying to have kids that want to go. So they're stepping in with the idea like, okay, I, I, I see what this is. You know, I, I, I want to go and experience this for myself and see what it's about. Um, and it's exciting. The first day, it is a rude awakening intentionally. It's, it's, it's meant to be um, like where you show up and it's like, boom, hit the deck. You know, you're, you're running, you're going right into exercise, right into running around and, and you're going right into push-ups, right into sit-ups and you're, you're doing all this stuff, right? And it's like supposed to be kind of like a, a huge wake-up call to like, you're not sitting on the couch all week this week. Um, it is during the summer. And that's because most kids during the summer have absolutely nothing to do. And they become fat couch potatoes. So during this week, it's like, you are not going to be a fat couch potato. In fact, there are no couches here at boot camp. And so it's, it's a lot of running around, hanging out in the, in the weathers and the weather elements and, um, and listening to sermons throughout the week. So um, it's pretty awesome when we they set through that. And then they have activities. And the activities are off the hook. So I got to coach one of them called Cage Ball. And I'll save that one for the end because it is actually the best activity out of all of the activity. All the other ones are incredibly boring. They're not fun. Uh, I mean, they're a waste of time. I wish they would just remove them. But Cage Ball is by far the 100% best activity there. And that is with a completely unbiased perspective. That's not true at all. But anyway, so there is dodgeball. Dodgeball being the traditional dodgeball, like, you know, you got uh, a few dodgeballs in the middle of court and kids run up to grab them and then they throw them at each other and once you get tagged, you're out. And then uh, you have capture the flag. Capture the flag um, is two teams. This is typically uh, two big teams going against each other and... um, they, oh, my lane is merging because I am driving. So anyway, um, these two teams will then have flags around their waist, one uh, or their hips, I should say, one one on each hip, left and right, and uh, they will run around. And the the whole point is they're defending their side. So one side has a flag, the other side has a flag, um, and uh, the two teams will be attacking each other's side to obtain the opposite, uh, the opposing flag, bring it to their side. Once the flags are in the same location, the game has been won by whoever has grabbed the opposing flag. And in the midst of all of that, everybody's you know taking each other out by ripping the flags off of the hip of the opposing teammates. Um, okay, yeah, the game sounds pretty exciting. I'm trying to make it sound boring, but it's actually kind of fun. And uh, it's, it's actually really fun. Okay, it, it's probably supposed to be the best game there, but it's, it's, it's kind of not. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, it's a fun game. And they, that's, that's the whole point. And um, 
moving on, <laughs> then there's also, uh, one, two, buckle my shoe, what is the other game, oh, well, we used to have an obstacle course, but that has been upgraded to paintball, off the hook, it's actually pretty phenomenal, um, it's, we're going on our second year doing it, um, we did it last year, uh, yes, we received inspection and whatnot, so don't, for the record, all of this is like, there's legalities and we know this we're by running a camp so all of this is okay to do um before anybody starts being like oh my gosh what about this no no don't worry about all the insurances and warranties okay we got all that taken care of terms and conditions have been signed and taken care of and are accounted for so uh paintball is a lot of fun i mean there's really no way to explain it it's just two teams going against each other uh shooting paintballs at each other we have all the proper gear and helmets and whatnot and I've only been able to record a little bit of that portion um, because there is a video uh, ministry there as well. But anyway, without getting too much detail, uh, a paintball, and then there is a ropes course. Now, ropes course is pretty off the hook. Uh, there's like three different forms of uh, activities to do with the ropes course. One of them is you will, after you get all harnessed up and roped up and everything, you got everything on, you um, go all the way up a pole. I can't remember how tall it is. I want to say it's like the size of maybe a two-story house. Um, uh, maybe even just a little shorter, but it's it's pretty high. And uh, they get to the top of it, and then there is what's called a leap of faith. And what it is, is there is a, uh, a like a like a swing bar, like a, like something you would swing from, I guess, that are, is maybe 10, 12 feet. It's maybe not even that far. It's, it's probably a lot closer, but it looks far when you're up there on the pole that you have to jump to and grab. And of course, if you miss, you're all harnessed in, you know, and you, you know, you'll be fine. Um, but the idea is you're reaching out and you're trying to grab it. That's one activity there. And then another one is, uh, I don't know what it's called, but you're essentially like you're, uh, you're harnessed on like, kind of like a zip line, but you are walking across, what would it be called? I don't know what it's called, but you walk across a, a, a rope, like a, like a, kind of like a tight rope that's up high and it's, it's a small little distance and you have like one rope that's about uh, shoulder level and another rope that you're stepping on. So the shoulder level one is when you're holding onto while the other one is just walking across it. And then you have the infamous zip line, which is you climb really high up and then you just uh, get attached to the zip line there on your harness and then you go for a ride. It's a little slide, a little zip line all the way down to the floor. And um, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's, it helps kids fight their fears of heights, primarily their fear of heights, but secondarily um, just fear in general and, and learning how to uh, respond in an area where you might be afraid, but being willing to go through with whatever that section is. So that's what's pretty neat about um, a lot of these events is it's meant to express or present like life's hardships. And so the reason I didn't say much about dodgeball and capture the flag is because those games are lame, like I said earlier. And ropes course has some good, um, you know, life hardships going, you know, challenging, taking on your fears. And then there is the most profound game of the whole uh, camp, and that is cage ball. Cage ball is the best game ever, and I'll tell you why. Because first off, I coached it for about five years, and that made it amazing in itself. <laughs> That's so dumb. Anyway, um, what what made cage ball a lot of fun is okay. 
So imagine soccer, but with a giant ball that's about six feet high. Uh, the diameter is somewhere, yeah, it's about right, 72 inches. 72 inches diameter, this huge ball um, that is uh, filled with air. And instead of kicking this ball around with like a soccer ball, you guys are ramming your bodies into it. <laughs> and just like soccer, you're defending your own goal while forcing the, uh, the ball into the opposing goal against you. Um, and so my favorite thing about coaching it is telling kids, there's all kinds of things, but it's telling kids like, listen, this is a lot like life. You have got to want it. You gotta win. If you're gonna win, you gotta fight for it. And it's it's not just gonna be relying on the the big guy that can hit the ball. It's not gonna be relying on just a couple people that are athletic. No, if you really want to win, it's gonna take teamwork and working together and communicating and hitting the ball together and really getting in there and and fighting for it. And um, in in the midst of all this, sometimes you know you get guys and girls, and it's like, oh, there's no girls on that side, or there's only guys over here, or there's only this or whatever. And I I love telling them this is my favorite line while I'm at boot camp. I'm not making this up. I enjoy saying this so much. Tough. That's life. And it, telling these teenagers like, no, you're not going to get your way just because you're 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 pouting about it, and looking at them and saying this this is how life is, man. It just Sometimes it's just not fair and you got to learn to deal with it. I love it. <laughs> I do. I'm, I'm being real sincere. I know that sounds like wicked, right? Like, oh, you're just an evil person. No, no. I love it because something something happens. Something triggers in them. It's like, okay, okay, all right. I need, to, I need to go through this. And if you, man, you cannot hear that and tell me that that's not inspiring in a way that's like, that's exactly how life is. Life is incredibly unfair. Things happen that you have no control over. And you want to complain about it, and all you get back is, uh, oh well, deal with it. That's life, man. So anyway, um, also on Cage Ball, one of my favorite things to do is uh, I like to go up to three. I know, of course, I'm going to give you all these extra details because I coached it. Incredibly unfair to the other coaches in other games. I'm not sorry. My podcast, deal with it. So um, what's pretty neat, though, is when uh, we, I like to put, go up to about three points, so uh, if it's tied by the end of the game, because I have a time limit, then what I'll tell them is like, okay, game's tied. We're now going to do sudden death. And sudden death means you get to choose two warriors, as I like to, I like to uh, call it. So that's the label I've given these kids. You select two warriors from each team to go up against each other. So it's going to be two on two. And whoever sco- uh, scores the first goal wins the match. And it is the most exciting, exhilarating thing that can happen on that that field, the cage ball field. Uh, these kids are tired. They're beat up. They just got done playing a game, which ended up being a tie, which means that both sides are good. Then both sides are picking what they think in their eyes are the two best people on their team to go up against each other. And whoever is going up against each other is usually full of grit. Like these, these, whoever ends up being, it's not always, I know everyone assumes it's just going to be these two burly big guys, but no, no, it's, it's the ones that are full of life and that are like, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do this. It could be smaller kids, you know, and you'd be surprised. I've seen some amazing, amazing turnouts during sudden death of cage ball and, um, it gets intense and it's, it's very exciting. And so I'm, I'm trying to 
lower my tone. I'm getting I'm getting pretty pumped here in my car by myself. But uh, anyway, uh, so that's cage ball. And uh, yes, uh, <laughs> I know I've been dogging on dodgeball. I, I coached dodgeball too for like a year or two. And uh, that was fine. And yeah, I try to bring in the same aspect. In fact, I'll say the dodgeball coach has gone above and beyond on, on this, like the type of balls he's using now, which at first I thought was illegal. I was like, dude, those are way too small. Maybe these kids are going to chop each other's heads off. Uh, but then secondly, the the rules, they, they have these all these little intermediate rules that I didn't think about when I was coaching. Uh, hopefully he never hears this. And then, you know, because I, I don't... I, to the guy who coaches uh, dodgeball now I will never compliment you in person because I like for you to think that um, uh, well I just I have more fun picking on you than I do complimenting you (laughs) so uh, this is the only time I'll actually give that compliment it's like he does a pretty good job but uh, in person I'll never say that I'd be like yeah right I coached it better you know Uh, he's a good friend of mine so anyway this year um, I am not going to be coaching cage ball sad to say but i am passing it on to someone uh who who i i couldn't honestly i couldn't think who could do a better job at it um also someone i will never say that to to his face but if he ever hears it you know well whatever uh, i'm just gonna deny it i don't care if he pulls out the phone and be like listen to yourself you literally are complimenting me here right here and i'm, I'm gonna deny it i'll be like nah I, I never said that but uh yeah, no, I'm actually kind of excited he's going to coach it. But anyway, so he he's all over it, man. This guy, I mean, he was asking a million questions. Why do we do this? Why do you do like that? Blah, blah, blah. I mean, he is into it. And so he's going to coach cage ball this year. Um, and I have a feeling, this is just my own two cents, that that game is going to be upgraded to that crazy... Uh, have you guys seen that soccer game where they it's soccer, but instead they have like those giant rubber, like those bouncy uh, costumes like they put their whole body in like this big clear bouncy suit and they they play soccer with the, it's it's phenomenal i I'm, i have a feeling that's what cage was going to turn into but anyway um so uh what else what else okay so that's those are all the events and then we have like to, oh i'm sorry tug of war uh yeah there's a rope and you guys tug on the on the on the rope and whoever wins wins there you go that's the <laughs> so the guy that coaches uh tug of war is intense my gosh like i mean the amount of energy that i gotta do that he's yelling and he's he he's scary in itself but it's intense anyway uh so yeah there's tug of war and then uh there's there's a bunch of other things that take place but um so going back to why it's a leader camp i know i got all excited about the events but there's no way i could just like breeze over and be like oh yeah we play some games like no no i, ha- I had to go into detail especially being a, a former coach hurts to say former that's the first time i've said it uh this year the reason for the record the reason i'm not doing it this year is because every uh week that we do this camp um there's a recorded like throughout the the week um there's a video ministry that's recording the events and then it's pieced together to create like a little mini um film you know like a little mini movie for the kids of what they did that week and you know it has music and it's it's pretty well um edited and everything and and so um i'm actually going to be taking that on this year I've, I've been helpful to that ministry here and there at least where i can in the past and uh it's it's finally come to where i'm gonna be uh, i'm be all up in it so you know that's exciting but um, I, I am excited. It's just, it is like a bittersweet feeling, you know, because I was like really in the cage ball. But 
but the video, man, I gotta say, man, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty pumped about the ideas we have, and I'm not gonna tell you any of them, because it's a secret, and I'm, I'm gonna be exploiting those, I don't wanna exploit any of those ideas, uh, prematurely, so anyway, I'll be in the video ministry this year, um, aside from that, we have the sermons, and the sermons, this is what makes it a leader's camp right here, the, throughout the week, these kids are, are going through all these grueling events, you know, these activities, they're out in the heat, and, uh, you know, they're, they're being hydrated and whatnot. But aside from that, they're being taught life lessons throughout the different activities and just the regular day-to-day. And um, the sermons, like, package all of that for these kids. And the idea is to show them, like, look, life's hard. You, gotta, you, you have to learn to embrace that fact and not just cry about it. And uh, yes, you can make a difference, sure, but a lot of your impact is going to be who you are as an individual. And so the sermons are geared towards kids having integrity, having in, having character, and uh, building up some grit to be able to take on the challenge that life brings towards them, which we don't have control over. And, um, it, you know, it's kind of like the positive, encouraging stuff you would hear in a sermon, a regular church sermon. The difference is it's geared to these teenagers to say, listen, you're going to be learning some things for the first time that might freak you out. You're going to run into situations that are going to be like, what the heck am I supposed to do? You're going to run into areas that you have no clue how to respond or move. And the idea is that this 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 camp is to teach you that you can make adult decisions as you step into adulthood. You can start now to start making stands in your life as a teenager. To, and of course, here's the big one, is to make a decision to live for God because that is hard to do in today's world and um, to be able to make stands and be confident behind those stands. In other words, you don't have to whimper or give in to the peer pressure of the world that says you can't live clean. You can't live pure anymore. Innocence is just non-existent and purity is non-existent. And we're here to say, uh, no, that's not true. It's up to us to make those conscious decisions, which you might hear me say that a lot about making a conscious decision to make to do what is right. I say that so much because that's that's how you get through it. You have to make a decision. In other words, you can't just be the person that just lives day by day, never thinking about anything just turning on the tv and never making any stands or decisions for yourself you're just kind of like moping through life you're not gonna you're not gonna succeed like that man make maybe maybe you'll survive through life for a long time just kind of minding your own business and not sharing an opinion and just being who you are or whatever but at the end of the day man what kind of life is that i mean like like i i get it i get it. i'm not trying to say you need to be loud mouth and all that stuff that's not what i'm saying but at the same time like there's going to come a point where whatever you believe in is going to be questioned or challenged and if you don't believe in anything and you just kind of mope through at some point it's like what's the purpose what's the purpose of anything you know and maybe that sounds like so imposing like geez why do we even have to think about that but at the end of the day man many people really struggle with this kids especially when they start to learn things for the first time and they start to realize like man i thought things operated like this and they find out they're not and it can break their hearts i mean how many tragic events does it take for somebody to just come become an empty shell you know and um we we our our goal is like you can be full of life and energy 
and still have your innocence and still have your your that raw energy as a kid as you get older it doesn't have to be where you like oh well i'm an adult now so i'm a loser and i just don't do anything with my life you know <laughs> like you no, know, you can do something you can and maybe that sounds harsh but i'm not trying to be it's just that look at all the problems in the world they're not going to get fixed by doing nothing that's what i'm getting at so anyway that's kind of what the camp is geared to it's geared to create leaders and many 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 of my friends that have been a part of this camp as teenagers and then as grown-ups uh they've gone on to do phenomenal things a lot of my close friends are missionaries that are preaching somewhere in another part of the world and uh, by close friends i mean close friends like people i can just call up on or text i'm gonna i'm gonna say whatsapp instead because i made the mistake of talking to one of my buddies for two hours from vietnam and uh yeah it was like a 600 phone bill but anyway um so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna whatsapp him next time uh, but a lot of my close friends are overseas or they have been overseas or they've they've gone somewhere and i'm not trying to say that's their only that's that's the level of success is that if you can go preach overseas it's not what i'm getting at but i am saying that they've gone on to do great things things that are bigger than us and i truly believe a lot of that came from the core values that were taught to them in uh in boot camp you know going to our church camp our leaders camp if you will for these teenagers And so anyway, I'm bringing all this up because it's around the corner and I got a lot of planning and preparation to do and um it's been on my mind and I was like, you know, I think I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to bring it up and how amazing this camp is. And uh the it's funny because, you know, you hear church camp and you think campfires and kumbaya my lord and log cabins or whatever. And maybe that was the stereotype a long time ago, but um you know, man, I don't want to go on another tangent about how wimpy some Christians can be, but that's not what it is, man. It's not about being wimpy. It's not about, you know, just holding hands and, you know, I don't know what I don't even know what that is. <laughs> but I appreciate this camp a lot. You know, I'm very grateful for uh our church piecing it together, our fellowship as a whole like doing this in different parts of the nation and and it's exciting it really is it really is and these kids you know they 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 go and some of them go in the beginning like not really liking it they're like i'm not you know i was planning on being a couch potato i'm not liking this but by the end of the week they love it they love it and they're excited about it and they can't wait to go again the following year so anyway i guess i should go prepare ah <sighs> time to go make plans for boot camp